Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. I'm Priscilla Weil, the Executive Director, and I'm here today with a great partner of ours from Childcare Aware of Minnesota, Katie Hoffman, who is their Director of Quality Improvement, and she really leads the work um, related to parent aware in our state. And Katie is here today to talk to us about parent aware, what it is, how it came to be, and the process that childcare, early childhood educators go through to be rated within that process. And it's really a quality rating system that helps parents when they're looking for care to know that that provider has really gone that extra mile. And Katie, welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is my first podcast ever, so I'm very excited to be here. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm sure you'll be fabulous. Thank you. So, Katie, just a little bit of background for Parent Aware. We know that this didn't just start yesterday. It's been around for a while in different phases. Can you just tell us a little bit about the history of Parent Aware in Minnesota? Absolutely, yes. So for people who aren't familiar with Parent Aware and what it is, it is Minnesota's quality rating and improvement system. Uh, We are not alone in Minnesota. This is a national movement. Most, if not all, states have some form of quality rating and improvement system. Ours in Minnesota started in 2007 with a pilot that we had developed and implemented in just four counties across the state. And we wanted some time to test a few things, um, see how it would be implemented, what kind of capacity we might need to support programs and educators that wanted to participate. We then received some additional funding in 2011, which allowed us to continue our rollout and expansion of offering parent aware and implementing it more statewide. So we started very slowly. We wanted to be very intentional and supportive to our system partners and our educators that were choosing to participate. And so we did that over the course of four or five years. And so by 2015, Parent Aware was available in all counties across the state and including our tribal nations as well. So we really kind of took some time, rolled it out, and tried to be very intentional about making sure we had enough staff to support um, not just the quality coaching that happens with our child care programs, but also our professional development advising. There were grants that were associated with Parent Aware at the time, um, and the early learning scholarships that were administered for families who were choosing to take their children to um, rated programs. That's how we've kind of tied some of those supports to participation in Parent Aware. So, you know, over the course of that many years, uh, we rolled it out statewide, and so we've been statewide now for about seven years. We did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we started with an initial set of what we called our standards and indicators. And we decided in 2015, 2016 to take a look at those. So we revised those and those rolled out as new standards or updated standards and indicators in 2017. And we are just about ready to start doing that again. Um, Mm. we We are launching into what we call our parent aware evaluation which is an outside entity comes in and does a really intensive and thorough look at the processes, procedures, policies we have in Parent Aware. And then they will provide us with a report and we will um, 
take about three or four years to make mm-hmm. some improvements and adjustments to the way that we implement and serve our educators and providers across the state. That's fantastic. What a great opportunity. And it the thing that I think as I'm listening to you and the, hearing about the process, it's been such a thoughtful process of all of you and all of the state partners involved, um, really making sure that you're setting up a program that's going to be feasible and, and really achievable for early childhood educators in their settings. And this is something that can be um, enrolled in by any licensed child care professional in the state of Minnesota. Is that correct? That's correct. It is a voluntary program. It is not required that you participate, but it is available to any and all licensed child care center or family child care program. There are other pathways in Parent Aware, and people might not know um, that we offer different pathways depending on different program types as well. So our Head Start and Early Head Start programs have a pathway of their own. Our school-based pre-K and our licensed programs that hold a national accreditation have a pathway that they can use. And then there's a pathway for newly licensed centers as part of a chain that is expanding. So there's a couple different ways that people can access Parent Aware, but it is voluntary. And we do just try to meet programs and educators where they are, identify their strengths, help them along the way, give them the tools that they need to solidify those strengths and make improvements in the arena of kindergarten readiness best practices. Nice. That's great. And so you've talked about the history and the process of going along the path to really get to where you are today. And as you noted, it's not that you're just going to sit in that and say, this is how it's going to be. It's constantly being updated and and changed to, to better be responsive and meet the needs of those licensed care providers in our state. Um, so when you look at like the mission and the principles related to this quality rating system, can you tell us a little bit more about what's in place there? Sure. So Parent Aware was built on um, a set of a mission that had three facets to it. One, we really wanted to keep parents at the center and support them in searching and searching for and finding quality and appropriate care for their particular child. We wanted to support programs, including family child care educators child care center directors, teachers, to identify their strengths and, like I said, build on those kindergarten readiness best practices. And at the forefront and at the core of everything, we really like to keep our focus on the children that are attending these programs. We are, our goal in Parent Aware is that there is individualized teaching and learning for every child. And that Mm -hmm. takes a lot of finesse and nuance to know about those kinds of things. So the support that we offer to programs, the support that we offer to each educator, tries to build on the knowledge and strengths that they have in an effort to do that. So at, you know, at the most simplest form, it's building a relationship with a child and a family. And we progress up you know, to, through the rating scale to how are you assessing each individual child? How are you tracking their developmental progress? And how are you setting goals for developmental progress for each individual child? So the, the mission is really kind of three-pronged, if you will. We try to focus mm-hmm. on families, educators, and at the core, young children. Fabulous. And the things that you're mentioning, too, it's so helpful as an as an early childhood educator to have that outside support to help you really notice some of the things that maybe in that day to day rush of care, as we all know, can get very overwhelming 
um, and busy, it's great to have that supportive partner walking alongside you to say, hey, how have you noticed this? Have you thought about this? How are you doing and finding out this? And then offering the tools to really create success for that educator as well. That's fantastic. Yeah. So what are some other things that you really want to highlight related to the, the principles and the, the mission? And, and, and then we can go into benefits because that's really exciting. Yeah. So I think, you know, like I said, we try to keep the, the child and the family at the core of what we you know, teach our coaches to know and do. We teach our professional development advisors to know and do. Um, and we really want to make sure that at the heart of the work that they're doing, wherever that educator or teacher is, um, that they're, we're really recognizing their strengths and celebrating those strengths so that they feel empowered, they feel encouraged as an educator, because like you just said, they get bogged down in the day-to-day. There is so much happening, especially now, um, mm-hmm. you know, through the pandemic, we really just wanted to come alongside our educators and just, you know, say, I see you, I see what you're doing. It's hard work. It is rocket science. We know that this is hard, but as your coach or as your professional development advisor, here's what I'm thinking about. Here's what I'd like to talk with you about. And it isn't always easy to, to accept that from an outside person. So, you know, we call our coaches and our professional development advisors and CICC calls their coaches relationship-based professional development specialists. So we, relationships are at the core of everything we do. So I think that's what I would like to highlight in terms of the overall mission and goal is we know that we cannot help programs move the needle or make improvements if we don't show them that we care and build that relationship with them first. So that's, that's kind of the basis of everything. And that's so true. And I, I think that that has been very evident when we've done work in sites that have been gone, going through the process of parent aware and the, the true trust that they've built with their parent aware coach when, when educators share that they are going through the process. It's very clear that they're benefiting and appreciative of that support. So there's a lot of benefits related to enrollment in the process of that quality rating. So can you tell us about some of those wonderful things that an educator gets to be a part of? Sure. The first thing I would like to highlight is the kind of the non-tangible. So we could jump right to the financial grants that are available, but building off of what we've just been talking about, um, having you know, free coaching and free professional development advising, we can't really put a price on that always. Mm -hmm. And so I like to promote that first as, you know, if you want to participate in Parent Aware, you are welcome to come in and we are going to provide you with this team of people that is going to come alongside you and meet you where you are and help you grow as far as you want to grow. So that's, for me, in my role, that's what I like to promote and that's what I really like to showcase when I talk to people about parent aware because I you know, work closely with the coaches and I partner with the professional development advisors. I know the stories that they're hearing and it's so important to promote that as a benefit even though people might not think of it that way. They might think of it as, oh, another person's going to come into my program and tell me what to do. That really isn't what happens. They come alongside you and they really just want, they want you to succeed and they want to partner with you. So it isn't another regulatory process. It really is a a growth potential process for somebody. Um, So building off of that, yes, there are lots of other benefits that are included with participation. So um, for our 
full rating pathway for programs that are um, not accredited or part of Head Start or school-based, um, there is a section or a portion of coaching called Building Quality and is six to 12 months of kind of intensive coaching before a program earns a rating. And it is free coaching. And at the end of each of those six-month sessions, if they've met 20 hours of coaching, they receive a $1,000 Building Quality grant. Nice. There are also grants available for every star rating. Um, so whatever star rating you earn, you will also earn um, a parent-aware grant that you can spend on additional quality improvement um, purchases, professional development, things that you know that you need to build and or sustain and maintain your quality. Wow. That's so impressive. And, I, and I'm guessing, and from what I've heard too, I know, I believe this is part of the wonderful asset that those grants have. You don't just get the money, but then you've got your coach to be able to help you to really discern what's going to be really providing me the best outcome for my investment. So what do I really need to build the quality of my program? Absolutely. We, we hope and understand that coaches are working with programs whether or not they choose to participate in that building quality or just go for their rating, they're working with that other person and they're, they're setting goals and they're talking about practices so that when that rating is earned and that grant is awarded, the coach can kind of know how to guide and assist them in spending it intentionally that will meet the needs of the program and ultimately provide a high quality environment and program for those young children. So it all kind of goes back again to the children. Um, So keeping that kind of focus and the coach and professional development advisors are there to help, you know, not just spend the dollars on, you know, 10 new sets of Legos. Legos are fine, but there Mm -hmm. are probably other things that maybe you're not thinking about in terms of quality improvement. So we understand that it takes money to build and maintain quality. And we know that these grants are really beneficial for that. Oh, truly. That's for sure. And we know that you know the the childcare business model is a challenging one to sustain. So any help that is given is always appreciative. I'm appreciated. I am very sure of that. And so one of the things that I think is very exciting, and we refer families to this all the time, is ParentAware.org, and that search opportunity for those who are enrolled and well all child care is listed in there and maybe you can explain a little bit about that because that's truly a marketing asset for uh, a business that maybe doesn't have a marketing budget right exactly yes so parentware.org was designed specifically for um, those two components we talked about so helping families search for and find quality care in their area, um, and helping educators promote the quality programs that they have. So the parentware.org website has kind of two sections. There's a parent-facing section and there's a program-facing section. The parent-facing section really does have, it does have that search feature. So you can go in and type in your area, your location, or a specific child care program that you want to look up and see um, if they're participating in parent-aware, if they have a parent-aware rating. And then each kind of profile has different pieces of information that you can find out about them, their hours, if they have openings right now, what kind of philosophy they have, what kind of curriculum they might use. So they may have offered that um, through the parent wear rating process. Um, and as a kind of a marketing benefit, uh, programs that do have a parent wear rating 
come up in the search higher than programs that do not hold a parent-aware rating. So like you said, every licensed program is listed on parentware.org, but we have prioritized those that have chosen to participate and um, pursue high-quality practices. We have prioritized those at the top of the search engine. Mm-hmm. So the other part of that parentware.org parent-facing page um, is a learn section. And there's lots of resources on there for families that include um, you know, health and safety, uh, low-income supports, housing, um, you know, CCAP, MFIP, those kinds of things. So we've tried to put all of those resources, including finding childcare, in one place. So if a family needs, needs something, um, they could go to one place and try to find all of that. They can also contact our child care information specialist team through the 888 number, or there's a chat feature on the website, and they can ask specifically for help in finding a child care program if the website's not working for them and they don't want to go that route. Somebody will help them walk alongside them, find them options, and send them their search results. So... That's fantastic because it's such a daunting task when, you know, we hear from families, especially those who have children with unique needs and the challenge of finding quality care that they know will be sustainable and that will retain their child and support that growth is really a hard thing. And it's a challenge for all parents. And so to know that by going to parentaware.org and by searching for sites who have gone through that rating, it would lead the family to believe that that early childhood educator, that program has gone the extra mile, has put in some extra training time, has that walk alongside coach with them, maybe is receiving other supports and services that is building a truly quality care setting for the child, mm-hmm. truly, yeah. Right. And there's a parent toolkit available as well on the website, which provides parents with, you know, a set of questions to take with them or have on the phone if they're calling and asking about childcare. And it really just sets them up to be able to gather the information that they need in order to make that informed decision for their child. That's fabulous. And I'm, I'm sure that you track numbers of how many folks are there. And I'm not going to ask you to recall those <laughs> just off Thank the you. top. Thank <laughs> Because I didn't even ask you beforehand to look those up. But I'm sure that that's that's a website that's accessed often, that that is something that, um, you know, and as I said, I know that we send folks in that direction all the time because that's, it, it really is probably one of the most, the largest challenge of parenting a child a young child when you're a working parent is where is my child going to be cared for during the day while I'm at work and how will that look and who will that be and what will they have as far as skills and abilities and so knowing that someone has enrolled and participated and received a rating of parent aware from parent aware is really just a nice vote of confidence for families to be able to say okay I can I can pursue this I can of course get to know that individual you know, by interviewing them and all of those pieces, but um, it's just such a great opportunity. And I know that Parent Aware has a lot of partners that they're that you're involved with in the state of Minnesota. So why don't you share some of those? Sure. Yes. So Parent Aware, um, over the years, has built really strong partnerships with lots of different kinds of organizations because we know that as a statewide system there are certain specialties that not everybody can have and so um, we have you know specific organizations that might be 
funded by DHS like we are to implement parent-aware. Some of them have independent funding, um, but we partner with organizations like the Center for Inclusive Child Care. Our quality coaches and the inclusion in health and safety and infant toddler coaches work closely together, and we have we have worked really hard to make sure that that collaboration is as seamless as it can be so that if both types of coaches are working with a program that they are in the know about the goals that are that are being pursued for that particular person. Yeah. Um, there's another entity called First Children's Finance, which does business consultation, coaching and mentoring. You know, like you said, it's it's not easy to run a child care business. And so we have a specific arm of, of partners that will come alongside people if they want to know how to set a budget or are working on policies because they're getting ready to change things or opening a program. So that's that's another one of our key partners. Um, we partner with the University of Minnesota and the Center for Early Education and Development to support um, our quality coaches who are also class coaches. So class coaching is a specific technique and approach that's used in classrooms that um, identifies high quality teacher-child interactions. And so our quality coaches are trained as class coaches to support that work. And the University of Minnesota supports them in their training and online learning communities um, to keep their, their knowledge and practice around class coaching fresh. And then finally, I think one of the other great partners we have is um, Department of Human Services Behavioral Health Division has offered and secured funding for um, much-needed mental health consultation. And this has been going on for a few years now, but we identified that this work is very challenging, it's very complex, and it's very emotional. And so having a partner in the behavioral health and having mental health consultants statewide that will work with both early childhood educators, programs, and providers, and also our system staff, our quality coaches, um, and our inclusion coaches, and helping them to process and understand the work that they do each day. It's very challenging work. And so we see that as a very good partnership also and promote that for programs, even if they're hesitant about, well, I don't really need mental health consultation. It's it's evolved into a very uh, mainstream, streamlined process and people are really participating in very good levels. So that's encouraging to see. Very true. Oh, that's that's spectacular. And truly, the, I mean, I, I know that um, we are in contact with all those same partners and support all the work that you all are doing at um, Child Care Aware of Minnesota. And we're happy to do anything that we can to support and further the cause of helping people to be encouraged to join and and volunteer to be part of the parent aware rating process, because it's it's I think a total win-win situation for them as, you know, to go through those same things for the parents to have that opportunity to search out quality care and know that it is existing for programs to get that support and that really personalized coaching. And then for the children who are the recipients of that quality care. And that's just going to set all of us on a great path for the future in the state of Minnesota. So thank you, Katie, for joining us. And for those of you out there listening, I would love you to engage with us in a question to just share how has your parent aware rating helped you recruit families? And I know that that's something that, you know, marketing yourself and making sure that you have updated information on the parent aware site and making sure that you're really sharing, kind of tooting your own horn is really important for an early childhood educator. So I can, I would love to encourage all of you to do that because that helps all of us who are directing families to you as the, caregivers of their children. So 
Thank you, Katie, for being with us. And uh, Katie is actually also a board member, one of our board members at the Center for Inclusive Child Care. So we appreciate her partnership in dual ways there. So well, thanks thank for you being very much for you. having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Well, and it's great to have all of our listeners with us. If you want more information about any of these items or more resources, you can always go to inclusivechildcare.org and, and follow us on any of our social media or um, check out our videos. We're glad you joined us today and we look forward, Katie, to having you back. And maybe if there are any updates to Parent Aware, which I know there will always be. So yes, we'll just so well. make sure to keep <laughs> folks in the loop. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.